Welcome to another episode of Infinity X, where we give a stage and microphone to human excellence in the pursuit of never-ending opportunities and merging ecosystems with world-renowned entrepreneurs and influencers. Now, here's your host, David Harder. From the hallowed halls of Epic Productions here in Red Bank, New Jersey, we are Infinity X, giving a stage and microphone to human excellence every single Tuesday. Replay available at weareinfinityx.com and we are Infinity X YouTube. And folks, I have to share with you that I've been excited for podcasts. I've been excited for Infinity X in the past, but I can't tell you the last time I was excited as I am tonight. We are joined by human excellence this evening. We are joined by the originator of uh, the talent concierge, none other than Connie Fife. Connie, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Folks, if you have a question for Connie at any point during the conversation tonight, please put it into the chat. We will get to it. And, um, you know, once again, replay, we are infinityx.com. We are infinityx, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. And so, um, folks, we're joined again by Connie Fife. Connie is a megapreneur. She is a peak performance coach. She is a business consultant, and she runs an organization by the name of the Talent Concierge. And we're going to go real, real deep into the value proposition of who she is, of what she does of the different summits that she runs on a month-over-month basis. And by the way, how we may, in fact, be looking at a opportunity for these two ecosystems to merge and for partnership. But I always want to put out to the good folks that join us each and every single week live that you can't know where you're going unless you know where you're from. So, Connie, where are you from? Tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, oh, <clears throat> we don't have enough time to talk, <laughs> to talk about that. So let me start. <clears throat> I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, originally, is, is where I'm from. Um, quickly, quickly moved on, um, uh, raised in Scranton, Pennsylvania, where I lived and grew up with my grandmother. And um, we graduated from Scranton High School. And um, uh, went, went off to college. It took me about 20 years to complete, but I did it. Uh, finished finished college. Where'd you go? Uh, um, well, I started at the University of Scranton, and I actually finished my master's degree at the University of Phoenix. Incredible! Wow. Okay, so we, was that when <clears throat> University of Phoenix was really just starting to become more popular because it's super popular now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, super popular now. This is when they were really just starting, and I took advantage of the online programs because at that time, well, initially when I went to school. I went, I stopped, I became a mom, had two, two beautiful adult children, they are now. And so I stopped going to school. And then when I got divorced, decided to go back to school. So I was taking nighttime classes, nighttime programs. So it was very hard to go into a classroom when you had young children. So quit again. And then later on, after losing my position, I was CEO, worked my way up. I was CEO with Girl Scouts. And then they did this oh. huge realignment in 2006. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Hold on. Hold the phone, folks. Did you just hear that she was the CEO of the Girl Scouts? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Of, Penn's, of Penn's Woods Council. We have to get clear. Of okay. Penn's Woods Council. <clears throat> right. So, um they did a big re- realignment, a big merger, 
and they wanted the new CEO to have a PhD. Ah. Well, at that time, I still hadn't even finished my bachelor's degree. So I said, okay, I am going to make a commitment right now that I am going to finish it. So I did. I went back, went through the University of Phoenix, and that's when they were really getting into their online programs. And I thought that's perfect for me. And I like challenging and, you know, uh, working um, out of status quo, if you will. So that's where I went. So I finished the bachelor's and then I thought, well, let's continue. And then I went into did a master's and then I considered doing the PhD. But at that point, I thought, I think I have enough now. <laughs> there's enough writing on the wall, right? <laughs> yeah, there's enough now. And then I, and then I never went back to corporate. <laughs> then I said, of that. I love, love, love that, folks. This is yep. Connie Fife, uh, CEO of the Talent Concierge. We are Infinity X. And, and Connie, um, you know, so you grew up in Scranton, right? And I, mm -hmm. I know, I know that area. That's uh, relatively blue collar, right? Yes. Uh, but when, when was it that you identified that you, you know, that you? I don't even want to say that you had the entrepreneurial spirit because I think you're either born with that or you're not. But when did you start to identify, um, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, it was during your first marriage, perhaps, or a specific point where you said, you know, I, I, I identify that there's a career path for me from a corporate perspective, but I don't see it being in my future. And I want to have more, you know, maintain maintenance and control over my destiny and what I build out. And like, when did that start to become evident for you? Uh, when I was about nine years old. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I, because I mentioned I lived with my grandmother <clears throat> and living with her. Part of my role at that young age was taking care of the house, meaning babysitting, you know, doing chores for the neighbors. And I was grooming to be an entrepreneur not realizing what that even meant at that point. But all the while in my mind saying, no, I wanna to go to college. I, I don't want this lifestyle. Like I said, it's very blue collar. I don't want this lifestyle. No one at that point in my family had not only graduated, not only not go to college, they didn't even finish high school. Wow. They were coal miners. That's, yeah. who, the, that's who the family was. They were, they were coal miners. And I was just determined I did not want to live that, that lifestyle. All the women went to the sewing factory. And my, my grandmother, she, I, I don't even know what age <clears throat> I was. I mean, I, I had a bicycle with the basket on, so I got to ride around town and, you know, pick up all these odd jobs and and so then, you know, she would say, well, when you're 16, we'll make sure we save up enough money to buy you a car so you could quit school and you can get more jobs and you could go work in the sewing factory and you get and, and, and I would think, oh, no, no. And I mean, I would uh, at school wasn't important. I would I slept in the same room as her because she was very sickly. So all through the night, I had to make sure she had her medication and, you know, you know, her needs were taken care of. And then during the day, you know, care for 13 of my cousins and um, siblings that would come to the house. So I would sit at night under my blanket doing my homework. Because again, in most 
families that I knew at that point, if you didn't do your homework, like you were in trouble. And for me, it was, well, why are you doing homework? There was no sense for this. You're going to be quitting school. And I was just determined. I was just, I was not, I was not going to quit school. I wanted this degree. Took me 20 years. I got that damn degree. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and for folks, for those for those of you who don't know what the term assumptive close is, her family was doing an assumptive close that she was mm-hmm. not going to conclude college and that she was going to or even schooling for that matter and just go in and just follow the herd. Right. right. And, you know, and, and I think, right. you know, one of the things, Connie, that we're going to go really deep on is how your company and your value proposition to entrepreneurs and to people who are, you know, whether they're artists they're entertainers, they're athletes. Mm-hmm can't follow the herd of brand recognition, can't follow the herd of doubling down on their business, follow the herd of the masses of wealth accumulation, right? Because those things don't work and they're showing us that they don't work. But, you know, just going back into, um, you know, going back into, you know, the graduate work and the grind that you put in um, when you were downsized from, when, when you were downsized from corporate, right? Um, what was the feeling inside of you? And what pushed you to say, well, you know what, most people are going to go on to, you know, are, are going to hire a recruiter are going to go into, you know, um, you know, any outlet that they can find in order to get a, a similar nine to five style, you know, corporate, uh, you know, corporate role, because that's what the herd is told that they need to do. No, you did something completely different, didn't you? But I started by hiring a resume writer. I, I, I went down that path. I did. And I interviewed. And because at this point, following the herd, okay, I, you know, this is what I wanted. I wanted to be in corporate. I wanted to be a CEO. This is what I wanted. When I realized, and going back to your previous question, was when I finished school, that's when I came to realize that I didn't want to follow the herd and I never did. And that's why I always felt that I didn't fit in the mold of being in corporate. I always felt that I was, you know, trying to fit in, you know, I was a square peg trying to fit into that round wall. And that was the one awakening that I had for myself was that I know how to be an entrepreneur. I did that as a young kid. I was caring for a woman and all of these other people. I could be an entrepreneur. I could do this myself. So talk about um, a family looking at you like you have 10 heads. (laughs) They're like, you did what? And you did what? And you're doing what? I said, I'm not going back to corporate. I'm going to start my own company. And this is what I'm going to do. What What was the vision for the company at that time? The vision for the company at that point, we started as Fife and Sum. The vision of the company at that point was to work with other nonprofit organization executives. Hmm. Because initially going back a lot, a lot of years, I was a financial advisor. And so I, I have that financial acumen um, and I did a lot of you know, study around finances. And so the initial vision for that was to help other executives and show them that there is a path forward, show them that there is a plan B, show them that there is another way to live your life. 
And why that came to be was because I started getting phone calls from other executives saying, how did you get out? How did you do it? How did you figure this out? And I and I and I sat there with my margaritas around the pool, thinking, "Wow, the um, the perception that I'm doing wonderful is really good." <laughs> These days, when you go on Instagram, it's the folks stand, you know standing next to the Lamborghinis that they don't own, you know, right, that they don't own exactly, exactly. And and I just thought, hmm, I think I got um, a sweet spot here. So that's how it started. And then I, f- I still finished school, got my degrees and, and yeah, and people were like, well, okay, you finally got your degree and now you're starting your own company. What was the purpose of getting your degree? I said, it fulfilled me. It fulfilled my soul. And it gave me the confidence knowing that I know this stuff, but now I have the piece of paper to prove that I know this stuff. And that was always a challenge whenever I was, you know, going or wanted to go to a new level, you know, in my corporate position. Well, you don't have a degree. You don't have this. I actually got a job because I argued the point, well, Steve Jobs doesn't have a degree. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got hired. <laughs> you got hi- but yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, we are Infinity X. This is Connie Fife, CEO of the Talent Concierge. Uh, replay on weareinfinityx.com and YouTube. And so, Connie, so... You you launched the business, right? You obviously wrote out a business plan, I would assume. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and what were some of the first action steps that you took when you were <clears throat> launching the branding of the business? Um, you know, to to ensure and to insulate that there was going to be cash flow coming in the door as you were looking to build out the brand. The, the, the uh, yes, there was a business plan initially. Then there was a marketing plan within that. Then there was a budget. Again, with me, it's always around where is that money coming from? So then there was a budget put into place as well. And then I reached out. I had some investors that were going to help me build that business. So I, I did that. So I had some investors. And then the first thing I did was to reach out to people that I knew that I had been working with all of, all of these years. And that, you know, I knew that... Um, you know, that I had trust with them and reputation with them. So I started a process of what I call reverse interviews. Reverse interviews. Interesting. Reverse interviews. Yes. And I did the same thing and and jumping forward. But when we moved to Los Angeles, I did the same thing because I was in a new community. And although we're working globally now, it's still really good to get this core list of people who are on your side that you could pick up the phone at any moment in time and say, I need X and have them say, hang on, I'll take care of it for you. And, and I, I have um, a lot of people I could do that with now. So yeah, reverse interviews. So what it is, I would, at that point, I would call somebody that I, I knew um, in, a, in a highly regarded position and say, hey, I'd love to buy you a cup of coffee. I want to get together with you. Started a business. This is what I'm doing now. And I want to get your feedback on my marketing plan. I want to get your feedback on my business plan. And then when I'm sitting with them and talking with them, then I would also go with a list of names of other people I wanted to meet in the community and see who they knew and who they would recommend and make that introduction for me. And then I would leave it with, 
if there's something that you need from me, please give me a call. We'll do it. I did that. I don't know, the first couple of months, that's all I did. Reverse interviews. I just kept doing it over and over and over and over again. Sure. That first month, I exceeded my budget goal just by doing that. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And who was the, do you recall the first client to retain you? Uh, yes, I do. PNC Bank. Whoa. Okay. Everybody stop the presses. Okay. Pause <laughs> right here. So we didn't, we, you know, it wasn't John Smith, right. <laughs> From down the street, the first client that retained Connie and her consulting services, which I want to go a little bit deeper into was PNC bank. That's PNC bank. That doesn't grow on trees. How did this happen? Connie? Again, someone that I knew, I mean, it, always, it still goes back to who you know and building those relationships. Yep. And so, and, and I build the foundation of my company on those relationships. So um, I guess I could say his name, Bob Stanley. He was on uh, my board of directors from the chamber at the Girl Scouts. Uh, Bob, we just, he just became a great friend. He was um, an executive at PNC Bank. So when this all happened and I was reaching out, doing my reverse interviews. And so, you know, through conversation, and this is what I'm looking for. He um, came back to me and said, okay, we're looking for someone to be a face in the community, organize different events and lunches and gatherings. And you just happen to know a lot of people. So we would like to retain you for that, for that job, for, you know, that consulting position. And that's what I did. Incredible. And then what happened next? So let's see, from PNC Bank, I'm trying to think where else. Um, there was a couple of, of insurance companies. So again, you're, you're hearing banking, insurance, <laughs> um, companies that I went with. And then there was a group, this was in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And I just happened to speak, speak to the woman today uh, called CE Options, CEO or CE options. So they're a consulting group and they work with corporations, executives, and they had a really fa fabulous, fabulous model. So I started working with them. So I thought, well, um, about this time, the Girl Scouts had called me, the new CEO of the Girl Scouts had called me asking me if I would work with her, coach her, mentor her. And I thought, no. I was like, no, why, why would I do that? But then after a while and after thinking about that, I went, oh, you know what? Yeah, okay, I'll do that. And I could charge a lot of money. And I did that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, like, I wasn't certified as a coach. I, I didn't have any of that certification. So I just want to be very clear and be in integrity when I was doing that type of work. So this group, so CE Options, again, I, I, I knew Mary Jane from there and she's like, well, why don't you come on board and you, you'll go through like a junior um, trainer consultant and you'll learn all the process. And then, you know, and so I'm like, okay, that sounds like a really cool thing. So I went through, I got to meet uh, a lot of corporate executives talking again about the next season of life. Um, fabulous, fabulous. And so I did that. And then from there, I started speaking. Mm. 
And my first speaking engagement was for the Women's, um, Women's Business Council in Georgia. And so that was- Can I ask a real quick question around that? Because sure. you know, when you transition into speaking, well, listen, first and foremost, when you're coaching, you have to model around, uh, in my opinion, anyway, you model yourself mm -hmm. around other coaches, right? To a degree, mm -hmm. right? And take pieces from them. And then also when you move into speaking, you model after specific speakers that mm -hmm. had influence on, on, on your approach and your style towards, an, uh, towards addressing an audience. So who are some of those coaches and speakers that you initially started to model yourself after? So the coaches um, initially is, is Dan Miller. Okay. And Dan Miller. So when I was going, uh, got invited to the Georgia Women's Conference, that was about the time, and I know I've shared this with you, uh, why I lived with my grandmother. That was about the time that I had learned that I was adopted and that my father wasn't my father. And so, so there was a lot of things coming up, a lot of emotions, a lot of, a lot of, um, I don't know, you know, um, and so this Dan Miller kept, kept coming up and several people kept saying, you need to see Dan, you need to see Dan. And I was like, I, I don't need a coach. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm CEO, I don't need a coach. I got all of these coaching. I have it all figured out already, right? Yeah. I got it figured out. I don't need a coach. So they kept telling me this. So now I go to the Georgia conference and somebody says to me, you need to see Dan Miller. I'm like, Oh, who is this guy? <laughs> so they said he's located in Nashville, Tennessee. That's where I found out my true family was in Nashville, Tennessee. So I was like, okay, I got to go. There's a connection here. Got yep. to go. Yep. So Dan and I, um, friends to today. And he, that's where I ended up getting all of my coaching certifications was through his group, 48 Days. And I called him on a Sunday. He said, we have our next program starting tomorrow. I'm sitting in Kingston, Pennsylvania. And I said, okay, I'll be there. And my husband said, where are you going? I said, I'm driving to Nashville. 15 hours, we could do that. <laughs> and away I went. I didn't know where I was going or where I was staying. I just know, knew I was going to this program for the week I had to be there. So I, I left again, like I said, um, signing up to get certified as a coach. I, I have, um, I know, I know personality assessments. I'm certified in seven different ones now. Mm -hmm. And so Dan is just very, very clear, very direct. I'm a very, very direct person. And sometimes people don't take that well, but he's just a very direct person. And I appreciate that. And you know, we just sat there and he's like, you mean to tell me you've been a CEO for 25 years and you got nothing to talk about. You have nothing, you have nothing to write about. Like, he's it, like, give me a break. Yeah. Yes. Very matter of fact, right? Very matter of fact. Yes, very, yep. very much. So I, I left there, I guess, uh, drove back uh, within a couple months. I had, well, now I have seven books, wrote a book. I um, Again, like I said, seven books now. Um, so that's, so Dan took me down that path really, of, of coaching and helping me truly find who I am going after doing the research of who my true family is, which is all very healthy and healing 
for me. So they're all based through Nashville up to Louisville, Kentucky. Wow. Wow. And by the way, you just said that you wrote, you've written seven books. You've published seven books. I, I have seven business books. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What's, I, the, yes. what's the most recent book that you published? Um, Marketing Masters. Marketing Masters. Okay. Where Marketing can people- Masters. You can grab that on Amazon. It's right on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> with all of my um, two, two books are not, there are two books that I saved that I give out to my community that um, we don't, I don't sell on there. And I've also started writing my memoir. Mm. Uh, I started that two years ago and I've made a commitment that I will get it finished this year. Incredible. And so folks, we are Infinity X. We're joined by Connie Fife, the CEO of the Talent Concierge. So Connie, when you addressed the Georgia, um, I'm sorry, was it the Female Entrepreneurs Council of Georgia or? Georgia Women's Council. The Georgia Women's Council. What was the, what was the subject matter that you you talked about in terms of you know it, it, what, what was the mastery that you brought to them on that stage? Um, I I talked about my story, and I talked about you know just just you know growing up with my grandmother, becoming an entrepreneur at, at a very young age, not realizing that that's what I did, um, becoming a corporate executive. At the age of 16, um, my, my grandmother died shy of my 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. So quitting school, like I said, I was fighting that along the way anyway. Um, so she had passed um, and I used to sit and pray and pray and pray, like don't force me to quit school. And to this day, I say that that was an answer to my prayers um, as um, sometimes bad as that sound, but I do believe that it was. So all through high school, it was a bit of a rocky road. Um, I stayed with different people, um, couch surfer, and you know, ended up back with mom and dad, um, but didn't stay very long. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't a happy relationship there. And then I got married at 19 and then divorced at 26. So the, you know, the, my personal side you know, wasn't, wasn't a happy place for a lot of years. And so that's, so I really focused on my career. That's what I was about to say. So the, the escape was career, right? Right. And, you know, and was, was the, was the summit that you, and the speech that you get, not even the speech, but just the conversation that you had with the Georgia women's council, was Mm -hmm. that, was that what vaulted and launched talent concierge? No. So what happened? (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't even get there. Okay. All right. That's what I said. We needed a long time. Let's let's get um, into it. So yeah, so okay, so let's get into it. So no, so that at, that did launch me as a speaker, as as an author, because it was I met Dan after that. It was like a week later. Um, but that is really what set the platform for me. But what had happened, how I got to Talent Concierge. So um, so Fife Group was around, like I said, for about 10, 12 years. Uh, I became a speaker. I was on the road. I don't know how many t- speeches a year, um, writing, doing a lot of shows. I started my own podcast. I had been podcasting for over nine and a half years. Mm-hmm. I just gave that up about six months ago, uh, only because I'm doing something else. <laughs> and so, you know, it just kept growing and growing. And then my, my husband had the opportunity with, with his company to move to Los Angeles. And I said, let's go. 
Right. Um, let, let, let's do it. I, I'm ready to go. So we got to Los Angeles and I had such uh, the, the, the epiphany of, I, I got to go to a Grammy's party and it was, it was, you know, it was really exciting. I was still like starstruck and, you know, get to meet all of these celebrities. And so I go, go to this party and um, the person who took me as her, as her date, she had to go do her thing because she was nominated for a Grammy. So I'm like, Hey, I'm cool. Like I'll go hang out. So all of these celebrities and entertainers and they, they started coming to me and talking to me and they wanted to know more about me. And so I went over to, her and I said, Debbie and I said, what did you tell them that I do? <laughs> that they want to talk to me. <laughs> she said, I told them that you're a manager. <laughs> so it's like, so they wanted to come to inquire more about it pertaining you for your services? Or? Right, because you have to remember that they're entrepreneurs. Sure. And they're looking for their next gig too. So who so, were coming up to speak to you? Um, um, well, I'm not supposed to say who was oh, at the parties. Okay. But, okay, got it. Got it. All right. All right. But A-listers, I would imagine. They were A-listers there. Yes. Yes. Um, so 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 shortly after that, so I I I like I kept that, like I kept thinking about that. And shortly after that, and then I well, Lonnie um Park, I met him and he he's he played like Reba McIntyre and some folks like that. So I could mention him. Um he actually created my signature music for my show um after wow. that. So, yeah, so I got to, like I said, like, again, these are people on my speed dial that I could just call and say, hey, you know, I, I need something. So, um, so I got, I get sick. I got sick. I lost my voice. I had no voice for over six months. Oh, my God. Was it nodes or something like that? Or what was it? Um, well, they, they weren't sure, but could you imagine this with no voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <That's laughs> oh. There was none, and I had speaking engagements, and and I'm going to them, and I'm you know emailing them and saying, look at, I have no voice. If you you know you have time, like find somebody else, and they're like, no, 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 we want you, we want you, and you're gonna laugh. So my hairdresser who got to know my keynotes really good because I would always be like, you know, sitting in the chair and rehearsing. So I finally said, Tammy, I said, guess what we're going to do? I said, you're going with me. <laughs> so, oh my so, so you enlisted your hairdresser. Unbelievable. I enlisted my hairdresser, took her to some of them. And so she was up there with the note cards and she would literally be reading. So we turned it into a more of a Q&A. Sure. Okay. And so she was my interpreter for me. And, and what, were, what were you speaking on at this point? Who were you addressing? What was the audience and what were you speaking to? It was still about business, but my signature speech was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Okay, can you Is elaborate that? on that? Because that's awesome. <laughs> sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Okay, so sex, I'm dying. Yeah, that, was, that was my life in my 20s. Okay, so... Graduate high school, I get married, I get divorced, and I that's when I started living life. So for several years it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll for me. And so that became my signature speech. And that's what I talked about. But again, sharing my story and how I focused on my career 
not so much on my personal life, but then I finally was able to bring it all together. So that that was my story. And that story I still will at times because uh, I, I speak and as my give back every year, I'll, I'll do some what I call my, my give backs. Mm. I'll speak at women's prisons, um, uh, foster care agencies or adoption agencies. So I, that, that they are my gives back, give backs and I will give that speech. And there is a little book that I've written for that, that I give that as my giveaway. Incredible. And, I, and that's a speech that, that I share, you know, through all the trials and tribulations that I went through and the abuse and things as a kid. So I share that in that story. So that's what, um, so that's what I was doing. It was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But I always brought it back to business. And at one point, I actually set out to interview um, 50 of the top business women. And it ended up being men, men as well. But every single woman that I talked to, this was the thing that amazed me. Every single woman that I talked to, they all had a backstory. Mm. Every one of them had a backstory. And again, when you, when you take a look at that and you take a look at the theme of that, and, and even the guys, when I started interview, interviewing the guys and the ones that had a backstory, they're the ones that fight harder today to get to where they are. Absolutely. No doubt about it. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So that, that was, that was pretty incredible um, doing that. So I still have a lot of those, those interviews. Why motivator, right? Connie, it's like, it, it's, yeah. like it, it's what gets you up. The, 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 <clears throat> the, the most successful that I've run across the most successful entrepreneurs, the most successful business owners always have a burning desire to accomplish their why. Right. And yes, they, and, and they wake up and are reminded they 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 create a reminder for themselves in one way, shape or form. I'll tell you, I'll, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be vulnerable for a moment. You know what my why is target. target. I said target. All, yeah, because there was a time in my life when I went when I went to target with my family. Right. Mm-hmm. And the debit card didn't work because it, it because mm-hmm. it was drafted. And now I get to go to target. Right. I get to, Ooh. I get, and I, so I go there every chance that I get because I never, ever, ever want to un, want to have the feeling that I felt Ooh. that day, but I will never forget that feeling. And that's what keeps uh-huh. that, honest to God. That's what keeps me motivated, you know, and this and is, I a, have a lot of those feelings honestly, a long time ago. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. As a, as a single mom, I have a lot of those. Yeah. I had a lot of those. There are days I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I had 10, I had $10 in my bank account. I was working at my parents. They, they had a, a bar restaurant and my, my kids, my, my ex was a fireman. So he would work for four days and be off for the four days. So he would have the kids on his four days off. So when they were gone, I was working. And every tip that I would make, whatever I would make working at the restaurant, whether I was bartending or cooking or whatever I was doing, and I went into our tip jar for my kids and I would say, this is your money. This is what you get for the week. So if you want those brand new sneakers, mama's got to go to work a little bit more. I know, I know. You know, yeah. I remember, and and I, I share that from a personal standpoint because you know I was in the corporate rat race for an extended period of time as well, and it served mm-hmm. me zero. 
It served right. zero. And when it finally chewed me up and spit me out, right, it was right around the same time that my wife was pregnant with my first child. And mm. here I am thrust into building out a new brand and a new business, right? And I, I, can, I can remember those days, like, oh my God, am I going to be able to put gas in my car? Oh my God, am I going to be able yeah. to put groceries, you know, put food on the table for God's sake, you yeah. know? Yeah. But it's those, you know, if, if, if you, if you look in the, if, if you look in, you know, in the rear view, but you don't stare at it, you know, you just keep that little subtle reminder, that little subtle edge. I think that's what, yeah. that, that's what elevates the good to great, you know, and, you mm -hmm. know, folks, we are infinity X stage and microphone with human excellence. We're joined by none other than Connie Fife, the CEO of the talent concierge and um, replay on we are infinity X.com and YouTube. And so Connie, so, now you're in Los Angeles, right? And you're having conversations with, uh, you know, having conversations with celebrities, right? You're sharing your story uh, and your story of perseverance um, on, on, on stages all over the place. You lose your voice and then you have to go through you with your hairdresser in order to, um, in order to, to convey the message. Um, <clears throat> when, when entrepreneurs or, you know, or, or actors or celebrities um, started to retain you, what were some of the consulting services that you were providing to them? Well, it's primarily business, how to build a business and why I, I started doing, doing it. And that's how Talent Concierge came to be because me going out and speaking really wasn't going to happen because I lost some lung capacity um, from getting sick. So it was business. I, you know, I sat with it and I thought, gee, like, what is it that they're missing? What is it that they don't realize that they're missing? They're looking for their next gig, but what about everything else in between? And that's when I started connecting the dots and really looking at, you know, what I call, you know, the different layers of an entrepreneur and they want to create. And they want to go right to putting that money in the bank. But what what does that business model look like? How, how are you creating those dollars to get that in the bank? How are you doing the deals? The biggest one is the deals. Because even when I was speaking, I would, I would come across people like sleeping on airport benches because they didn't make enough money from their gig. So they had, they like were at a loss for money. How could you be at a loss of money? That means you didn't ask for enough money. Mm -hmm. The contracts weren't done correctly. They weren't done properly. So going back to how I started, um, you know, initially like 16 years ago, it was surrounding myself. So I have a legal team, um, finance team now, um, you know, just have these team of experts around me that I can go to and say, okay, this is what we're looking at. This is what we're doing. How could we provide the best advice for them? You know, even from media and, and so on, because they just want to get out. You know, the athletes just want to play, the actors and the entertainers, they just want to do their thing, even corporate executives. And again, I was a corporate executive, but stepping out into this type of platform is totally different. Yeah. So the biggest and the number one services we provide to them is business, but we still go into the way deep into the mindset of what it looks like to build an everlasting evergreen business. So then you can continue doing what you love to do. And, and, and so the, the talent concierge, 
was was formed uh, exactly exactly when it, if, and Connie, if you would, for the good folks that have joined us this evening, it's entrepreneurs, it's it's folks that are looking to build in different business verticals. What exactly is the talent concierge? So we have talent concierge agency, and then we have talent concierge business. So the business side, the business vertical, that's the education. So in the education, uh, so, so these individuals, they come to us for the business. So we're teaching them how the business. Then the next phase of that is they want to grow to, as an influencer. Mm-hmm. They want to grow and be a speaker on the, on the main stage. They want to get the big book deals. They want the big endorsements. So in order to get that, you know, there's an education component on the business side that we have to get into place first. So the business side of Talent Cons here, business is the education. So we just were coming off a summit this month, the theme was storytellers. Mm. So with storytellers, how do you get up there and give a keynote where your audience is engaging? So we've had some of the best athletes go or celebrities go and they're just going to show up because of name recognition right sure. yeah yeah i've seen that and yep. right and they'll bomb they'll they will they'll bomb and then the promoters or the you know the meeting planners are like oh i should have thought twice on that one um because they could be great like it's you know they have the name recognition but if they don't come and really give a really good story or they're really receptive of the audience. But we go all the way down to how do they wear, how do they act, how do they show up? We give that entire training to them and when they go to one one of these places. And we tell them, when you go there, you are now an employee of them. They are paying you to be there. So we even talk about ego. Like, so there is no egos allowed here. You know, that, we don't bring them here. Um, and I, I say that jokingly because we've had many of those conversations. <laughs> you know, it's so funny too, to, um, Connie, not to, not to interrupt, but, um, a, a few months ago, I was fortunate enough to have um, a, a former professional football player, uh, Marcus Ogden, on on my uh, on on the show, and um, you know he talked about the 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 transition from when his NFL playing career ended into um, the next you know the next phase, which was a business that he launched, and and unfortunately it didn't it, it kind of went south on him because there was mm. poor planning and yeah. so he he said okay well you know what i have star power my 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 brother's one of the greatest offensive linemen of all time i played in the nfl i'm gonna go out and public speak and his you know and and i think he got paid like 2500 bucks or something like that to go to a specific college and mm-hmm. uh, and he delivered his speech and he said it was one of his proudest moments but i said well how was the speech he was he was like it was horrible <laughs> it was like yeah i i literally walked away if i look at that now and say i brought no value, you know, and in comparison, right. what he's now he's speaking for, you know, Morgan Stanley and major corporations, you know, but okay. uh, yeah, you got, you have to bring value to them. Right. So they, they want that. They want the relevance. They want you to be educational. They want you to be entertaining. So we work with uh, Joel Green, um, you know, former basketball player. He does a lot of work now. He does training camps um, uh, with Nike. So, um, you know, he's out there and, and he's doing it. But so now he's written a book and so now he wants to take it to the next level of speaking. So that's all of that education 
and programming, uh, not programming, but programs that we're offering him. So the business side, again, that's the program. I always say up because we're taking them up and we're continuing and rolling them up to a new level, a new level. And then the, the agency, that's the representation side or what we call our TC1. That's a 1% powerhouse level agency. When you get there, there is a qualification um, aspect to it. So when you get there, you know, so now we're teaching you how to fish. When you get into the agency, we're fishing for you. So now we are booking you for the speaking. We are going after those endorsements. We're getting you the media coverage. Um, um, yeah, endorsements, speaking, media. You know, so we're getting all of those interviews. So we're getting that for you. And we also talk about how do you create opportunities with the million dollar results. Wow. Okay. And, and yeah. can you share, could you share a couple of golden nuggets around how you create some of those opportunities, Connie? Sure, sure. Um, I just want to add there too. So in that level, we also have TCO, which is talent concierge leadership. Okay. And so, and again, that's just a mastermind that they get inside of that. And it's all about leadership and self-leadership. And so there's a big component um, around that. Um, how for, for opportunities. And again, it's, we're really, because uh, I'm in a couple of different mastermind boards myself. So um, just sitting, sitting with some of these money people. And so I go to a lot of these type events and look at what opportunities are out there in the community. And so, you know, sit at the table with them. Um, I'll bring some of that information back to my community or I'll invite these um, folks that are looking to invest and some great ideas or opportunities. We'll bring them back into the group and have these money money meetings, and we'll we'll talk about different opportunities that are out there. Um, you know, whether it be tech deals. Right now, it's a lot of tech tech deals, sure. but tech deals. You know, real estate. Um, you know, some some crowdfunding that's happening there. So you know, it's really just being. Um, being in the midst of where all of these deals are happening. So like I said, I do make myself present where a lot of these conversations are happening. So that's where we get some inside information on it. Incredible. Folks, we are Infinity X stage and microphone with human excellence. We're joined this evening by Connie Fife and the talent concierge. And um, so, so let's talk a little bit from a diversification standpoint, Connie, around some of the value proposition of, 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 of what you bring to various entrepreneurs. Who are some, and, and without spe you know, specifically going to names, who are some mm -hmm. You know, what are some avatars and who are some avatars that your brand is now working with or is focusing on building out and working with? Okay. I, I like to, I like to use a pro athlete. They're, they're my favorite one to use. So I like to, um, the, the avatar there is an athlete, male or female, but mm -hmm. an athlete that is looking, or they know that they're going to be leaving their career in about two to four years. Okay. So they're looking at it and saying, okay, I, I know I'm going to be leaving. Now, where do I go? And so that is a perfect time to start speaking to us because that's when, you know, they start looking at, you know, those opportunities because they're getting some big bucks. Are they going to go blow it and then be bankrupt in a year and then have nothing? Or be, yep. And it happened, right. And you hear about it all the time, right? Absolutely. Or are they going to be smart about it and look at some investment deals? 
look at some other ways on how they can manage that and do that. And then, you know, share that information, share it through their speaking, share it through their writing. Of course, at that level, um, and, you know, again, that avatar for an athlete, they want to write their memoir. They want to get out and speak. They want to know where they're going to be investing their money, investing their dollars. Even, even down to, we always talk about where our avatar lives. They are on the southern borders of the U.S., Hmm. All of the co- all of the coastal cities, and we we looked at that a couple of years ago, and we we were like, oh, that is really interesting. All night, I say not all, but ninety percent of our clients live on the coastal borders, on the all of the ocean cities, uh, even in Puerto Rico now. Um, that's that, yeah, that's where most of our clientele, my our clientele are, and so. So that's our avatar. For a female avatar, even have that broken down. I, I really enjoy working with women who are athletic. Um, I, my avatar, her name is Pat, and she's actually a real person. Um, but she's, she's been an executive, and she's at the point now where she's saying to herself, is this all there is in life? I have made, you know, a lot of money. I, I need to know how to invest it better. Um, the kids are out of the house in college, um, married, but still not quite sure if it's the career that she really wanted to to be in. And she really wants to expand. She wants to write that book. She wants to be in other networking and groups with other successful women. And that's our seven figure women mastermind that we have. And that's where a lot of our women in that group come and say that, yes, I could have a conversation with another successful woman without being judged, without feeling that there's competition with somebody else, because women do tend to be a little bit more competitive with each other than men do. Sorry to say that, but we do. We do. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And listen, and and I hear that. I hear that frequently, but What are some common mistakes that you're seeing the, you know, uh, whether they're, they're, they're celebrities, they're athletes, what are some common mistakes that you're seeing when they're trying to scale up their level of influence? Um, you know, whether it's in the social space or, or, you know, in, um, in, a, in, in a different vertical, but what are some mistakes that you see people making right now? That they can do it themselves, mm. especially, especially when they have a name. You know, especially, you know, if, if they're known and there's some very successful people that if I threw out a name, you would be like, I have no I, idea who that is, but they're very successful. The biggest mistakes that they do, I'm guilty of it. And I mentioned it before. I don't need a coach. I've been successful. I know how to do it myself. That is the biggest mistake that anyone trying to, you know, step up, work up that vertical can make. I, I don't go without a coach. I, I, I have three of them right now um, for, for different purposes, but you, you need to have someone around you that is not just holding you accountable, but, you know, they, they'll, you know, be able to show you a, a path and have you look at things a different way. Um, I mentioned Dan Miller. I can pick up Dan, uh, the phone and call Dan and say, Dan, you know, I was thinking about this. You know, what do you think? And he's so um, he's just he's like a philosopher to me. And, yeah. you know, and, and he'll say, 
Do you, do you sit on a three-legged stool with that? We, we have this three-legged stool thing. So when you want to, you know, throw, throw something else on, is it, does it balance on your three-legged stool? If it doesn't balance on your three-legged stool, then throw it out, the, throw it out the window. It doesn't fit. That's incredible. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, speaking of coaching, who are some of your staff members? Cause you have, you, you have a pretty prestigious um, set of coaches um, that, that are at actively working with you at town concierge. Yes. Um, most of the people we represent. <laughs> so, so when they, so when they come in, not only are we working with them and coaching them, but we also, again, going back to creating opportunities. So as we get, new people coming in or people you know not as seasoned we will match them with our coaches so we have some pretty heavy duty coaches like angela kusak uh she is just amazing and she's she's a lot of different certifications she's with the international coaching federation she trains coaches who coach (laughs) <laughs> uh, she's she's like this high like in the coaching and and and, and I coach her so, you know, so we have different coaches for different things right but yeah she's phenomenal Jim Cathcart is phenomenal Jim Jim is a hall of fame speaker he was one of the first he is a certified uh, speaking professional he's given like 4200 speeches he's written 22 books um like the, the people that I, I are in my circle, I, I mean, I, I am just like in awe of them, like that they want to hang out with me. I'm like, you're <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting as hell. I mean, let's be let's be honest. I mean, you know, your your life story and everything that you've done is incredible. But we yeah, we just have some phenomenal. I mean, I could just keep going down the list. Stephen Shapiro. Um, Steven Shapiro, he wanted to be a game show host when he was a kid. And now he, and he br- brings that in to his program with, with what he does. Um, Mike Rayburn. Um, Mike is, oh my gosh, he, he plays the guitar like it's butter. He, I, 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 like, you don't even like see his fingers moving and like he plays his guitar and then he, he tells a story around it. And, and that's the one thing and we talked about this recently that all of these people that I work with and, and we're saying how like, I, I never went down the road that people wanted me to go down. I was like, nah, nah, I'm going over here. Um, and, and I did not coin the phrase, the crazy ones, but I do own that trademark. And I say, <laughs> I do. And I say, we work with the crazy ones that change the world because they do, because these are the people that truly think out of the box. They truly, again, like Mike, like I said, he, he plays an instrument like nothing else, but his love is to play that and tell a story as a, as a keynoter and his wife, She's like, just compliments everything he does. And just, just, just in, in, incredible. Um, Daryl Woodhouse, Daryl's in, Daryl's in the UK. Um, he talks about stress, but again, he just does it in a way that when you're done, like you have no stress in your body and you have no clue what he just did to you. <laughs> <laughs> and do they rotate? You know, so if, if I, let, let's say that I'm a professional football player and mm-hmm. I, 
do I do I get rotational coaching with talent concierge or how or am I assigned one specific coach based upon personality trait? We 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 try to match it up. So we, we start with pods. Okay. Okay. Unless they want to be with me one on one, then it's it's a high ticket because I I pulled my because my time is really getting precious. So if okay. I do one on one, can I say how much? If I do one on one, it's thirty five thousand dollars in four hours. And I'm so, not, folks. You heard that? Oh, okay. I'm not selling anything. I'm just saying that time. My partner always says that things I must earn, right? You want to earn, if you want to earn his time, it's $35,000 for four hours, right? Right. But fees are an issue in the absence of value, right? So you're going to be receiving massive, massive value there. Right. So, right. So I give them full value. Like I'm totally on. But so when somebody comes in, uh, we'll start in, in a pod. So our pods are like four to six people but we'll mix those pods up so we have so we definitely have a mix in there because it's not just the coach giving them value it's what they're learning from each other as well sure. yeah so we're not going to put four athletes together we're going to you know maybe we'll put an athlete a corporate executive you know we'll, we'll mix it up and again you know i i'm certified in a whole bunch of personality assessments so i could quickly look at somebody and have a conversation with you and I could kind of tell where you fit, but um, when we start going deeper, I will actually have you take a personality assessment. Sure. So, you know, so then we can, we can mix it up that way. So, yeah, so we'll start in pods. And so we'll have a coach work with you, the same coach work with you for six months, and then we'll shift to another coach. Okay. So, you know, we, we might shift or, you know, depending uh, a project somebody's working on or, or, what they're doing or somebody needs extra help working on their keynote or somebody needs extra help. Um, they want to get certified as a coach. Now I do want to preface that you don't need to be certified as a coach to be a coach. Mm, okay. I just, I just wanted to preface that, but it, it, it's, it's good. I know because said for me, it was like, I have a piece of paper now. I could say, I know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's good to have that. So then again, if that's something that you want, then we can match you up like with Angela um, to Are be the, your coach and, for that. And these pods, they're, they're, I would assume run on Zoom, right? But you're also- All on Zoom. Got it. And now you're also doing some live events. And so what are some of the things that you're up to right now? Like, what do you have coming in June as an example? So in June, that is virtual. So in June, we're doing a summit that's going to be June 6th to the 10th, and that is Conquer Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. Mm. So I'm going to be interviewing 30 speakers. It's five days, 30 speakers. And then the following week, I always do a following, uh, follow that up with eight days uh, revenue challenge. And then the third week, I always close out the series with sales, because everybody always misses sales yep. and list build. Because if you don't build your list, you don't have a business. So yep. everybody always wants to go to social media. Social media is where you engage. Building your list is where you enroll. Ooh. Folks, I hope you, if you got anything, if you uh, write that down, Connie, can you repeat that one more time? Social media is where you engage with people. Building a list your, is your buyer's list, and that's where you enroll your customers. 
incredible. We are, we are Infinity X bringing value each and every single week with human excellence, folks. This is Connie Fife, the CEO of the Talent Concierge. And Connie, we're coming up at the top of the hour right now, but um, I just want to conclude with two things. Number one is what, as a, I mean, that's, that's what you're up to now, but what does the overall future of the Talent Concierge look like? What's your vision? Okay. Um, and you know, there's always something. <laughs> so I do have a passion project and that is Born Life Foundation. And the Born Life Foundation, the benefactors of that are young adults who are aging out of the foster care system. Yeah. So the and right, and you, I'm not, I was never in foster care. That's a question I always get. No, but the way I was raised sometimes felt that way. But it just pulls at my heart. And, is, and again, living in Los Angeles to see so many young kids living on the streets, I would go sit with them and have conversations with them. And that's what was happening. They age out of the system, no direction. And they get into drugs they you know girls get pregnant or whatever you know there is no future for them so I started the Born Life Foundation and the intent of the foundation or what the foundation does is a 365 mentor program where we connect our talents to these young adults wow and we, sh- and we give them the tools that's we funny. give, we show them that there is a path forward. So, you know, through, you know, the technology of, of music or film writing, uh, we have producers in the program. Um, we have film editors, we have musicians. And, and, and again, business. So everybody that we represent, that is one piece that, um, I mean, it's not demanded. It's not heavily demanded of them, but we ask them to participate. And, and they do, and they, they, they truly do because they, they also want to support and give. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's who, a cause. Who could, get, who could not get behind a cause like that, right? That's right. Always, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Talent Concierge has been named the agency with heart for the last couple of years by meeting planners because of the work that we do um, for our talent and also the work that we do for these kids. So we do live events. Uh, we do an annual showcase. Uh, of course, last year it was virtual. Um, so this year we're planning it to go back live. And so we're going to make a decision really quick here, whether it's going to go back to Nashville or Miami. So that's what we, um, where we've been um, playing with. And then during that showcase, all of our um, talent plus others are invited to participate. And there, there's always a cost, of course, are invited to participate. You come, you get training ahead of time. You get up there and you knock it out, whether it's a keynote, whether it's singing, entertaining, whatever your gift is that you want the world to see. We've been doing this years before COVID even happened. We were streaming it around the globe in 2016, 17, 17, I think it was. We actually crashed the internet because we had over 800,000 promoters and meeting planners trying to register within 24 hours and it oh took our system down God. of course at the time i had a meltdown yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like get this up 
<laughs> Listen, crashing the. I mean, I mean, I don't even have the words for that. I mean, that's like I'm hoping that Infinity X is going to crash the internet one day too. But <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a lot. I had a lot of choice words, <laughs> <laughs> folks. Um, Connie, though, uh, I listen. I get such a kick out of you, and I know I see myself in your future. And I uh, because we've already had conversation about how you know, uh, our company and Epic could be a resource with what you're up to and the consulting that you're doing for the entrepreneurs and for the business owners and for the influencers out there. And I'm super excited to develop that further. Folks, pay attention. What what we're going to be doing with Connie's organization is going to be really, really exciting. Um, financial education, planning, uh, all of the above. But Connie, for the good folks who joined us this evening, who are looking to level up their influence, who are looking to level up their brand, who are looking to get more monetization off of their brand, which is the area of a massive expertise that Talent Concierge brings, where can they find you? And what are some programs that they ought to be taking a look at? Well, they could just look for Talent Concierge on all the social platforms. Um, talentconcierge.co is the website. And so you can go on there and also you can find out a lot of our programs and learn more about me and my background at Connie Fife, P-H-E-I-F-F.com. You can go on there as well. And so there's a lot of programs there. Could I make a free offer? Please do. Okay. So free offer. If you go to Teachable, the Teachable platform and type in brand activation 10X, I jumped in there today and I priced it to zero. And that is our brand program. It's, um, it's an, two years old that it's been up there, but it'll give you that starting place of building your brand. It talks about the aspects of an entrepreneur and who you are in terms of a realizer, an integrator, a visionary, and an explorer. So all those four aspects are all listed out in there. It gives you daily success tools to keep yourself motivated because you want to coach yourself to success. Nothing happens. You can hire every, the best coach in the world, but unless you're coaching yourself, nothing's going to happen. So all of that on all of those tools are in there and brand activation 10X. Incredible folks. If you are not taking advantage of literally that free offer that was just provided out to you to receive to have proximity to somebody like Connie and her team get coaching. You're, you're probably doing your brand and yourself a disservice. And uh, folks, we've, we are infinity X stage and microphone. We've had the good fortune of having Connie Fife, CEO of the talent concierge uh, on our stage for the last hour. We could go another hour, but unfortunately the time is up. Uh, but Connie, I just cannot thank you for spending the time with us this evening. It was massive. Massively value added. What you're up to is incredible. And I'm super excited about the work that we're going to be able to do together as we move forward. So thank you so much for joining me this evening. I am as well. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Incredible. Folks, we are Infinity X Replay. We are InfinityX.com and YouTube. Uh, each and every single Tuesday, we continue to pursue human excellence. Tonight was no different. I want to thank you all for joining us this evening. Until next week, we are Infinity X saying good night. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Infinity X. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube by searching We Are Infinity X. Until next time.